the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. You're listening to Pure Opelka. This is Pure Opelka. With Mike Opelka. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Second hour, Pure Opelka. Yeah, the uh, story we're following, the headlines that we'll dig into a little bit later. Uh, The U.S. intelligence community has concluded North Korea is making missile-ready nuclear warheads. Not good. And buried in this intelligence report, this latest release from the Pentagon, also is news that North Korea, Kim Jong-un, has as many as 60 nuclear bombs. Now, that's not good. That's not good. A nuclear North Korea is... It really is some sort of nightmare scenario waiting to happen. So uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on things. We will definitely keep an eye on things. And, and I'm remiss if I don't get to uh, Stephen Savannah, because an hour ago we were talking with Mike the Cop about the, um, the Procter & Gamble video that was released, uh, calling it um, The Talk you know, showing parents having talks with their kids about about racism. And it, it kind of was like a sort of a, a montage of how parents talk to kids over the decades. But it ended up with a modern shot of a mom talking to her daughter about encounters with the police. And these are all black families with black kids. And it's it's a very um, a very unprocter and gamble approach to uh, selling soap, I guess, or maybe it is. Maybe it is. But Mike, uh, uh, Steve, you were listening when Mike the cop was on. I'm sorry we took so long. I got distracted. But welcome back to the show, sir. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Um, I wanted to bring up, there's a couple other uh, guys on YouTube that are very pro-law enforcement. Um, Mike the cop, I've been watching him for about six, seven months. Um, but I found out uh, his channel through another YouTuber called Officer 401. Um, he's another uh, police officer. He's active. He's, uh, I believe he's out of Brunswick, Georgia. Okay. And he does really good videos as well. Um, also, there's another uh, YouTuber. He goes by the name of Donut Operator. Um, he did does you a say, lot of video did you, games. Wait, wait. Did, did you say Donut Operator? <laughs> Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> I love it when these guys have a sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he, he's, he's hilarious. Um, he does a lot of video game stuff, but uh, I was drawn to him because he'll take uh, a lot of uh, bat or body cam video and stuff and break it down and kind of explain, you know, okay, here's where we saw, you know, the gun in this situation. This makes it justified. Um, hmm. And also another one, it's not so much a cop uh, or it's, it's not an individual doing it. Um, there's a channel called Police Activity, and they release uh, it just pretty much as soon as the police department releases body cam footage of an incident, they post it. And they post oh, that's it great. unedited. Yeah. So then you can get the raw footage. Not, they don't always post you know, the, the raw stuff because some things would violate YouTube's guidelines, like with excessive violence sure. um, or excessive gore. 
So you don't see everything. If you really want to see that, you can go over to LiveLeak. That's where all the the really yeah, live leak, stuff goes. Yeah, LiveLeak has a lot of stuff like that. But you know, I like it when when we get the uh, the men and women of law enforcement who lay it out there, who 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 put their own who put their own spin on what's really going on in the world, and and they are they're the ones who are out there every day with their cheese in the wind. Do you watch uh, Friday and Saturday nights on A&E? Do you watch live PD? No, I see uh, little clips of it here and there because I browse uh, the uh, the Protect and Serve Reddit and people will post uh, funny videos that come off of that. Uh, well, I don't have I w- cable, so I don't, I don't watch. Okay, well, I, I understand. But if you uh, – we're talking to Steve in Savannah, one of the Stunt Brainiacs regulars here. Uh, Steve, one of the ways you can see some of the highlights of that show – and just to let you guys know, it's on A&E Friday and Saturday nights from 9 p.m. to midnight. That's right. I have no life. I'm cheap and I don't go out. So I do watch this. But they have been the number one rated show on Friday nights now for, I think, the last two, maybe three weeks. It's um, 30 cameras in six different cities, live law enforcement taking you out on the streets and the last couple of weeks, they've had really compelling stuff uh, with um, with officers getting in chases, getting into altercations, always ending up on on the good side of things. Thank God. But it's uh, for those of us who who really love law enforcement, and you know, I'm I probably would have never passed any of the tests to get in because I'm just too much too much of a radical. But um, the, the, it's good stuff, and I, I appreciate you telling us about Officer Four Hundred One. And what was the one with all the um, all the body cam footage that they released when as soon as it's released? It would be police activity. If you police just plug, acti- plug that into YouTube, you should be able. That should be the first thing that comes up. And the other one is donut operator. Don't I love donut operators? It's just too perfect. <laughs> but I, I appreciate you, Steve. Thank you so much for being here for us, and uh, thanks for hanging on today. And uh, come you, back again soon. Thank you, sir. There he goes. We are um, we're knee deep, well, ankle deep into the second hour of the show today and um, watching watching a story that could be disturbing. And then again, I believe right now there's probably a um, an emergency meeting going on with the president, not necessarily a situation room meeting because he's not at the White House. But I'll bet you that the. the Pentagon is in contact with the president, and we should hear something about this. Uh, as we have now learned, North Korea, through a report from the Washington Post, has miniaturized a nuclear warhead. But again, we don't know if they have the technology to bring that intercontinental ballistic missile back into the atmosphere. Because that, let's face it, that's the big question. If they can't get it back into the atmosphere... Uh, it's just a waste of time, although it could be raining a little bit of nuclear shrapnel. Not a good thing. Uh, if you want to join the conversation today, uh, 888-900-3393, 888-900-3393. Staying on the uh, North Korea issue, uh, Nikki Haley, our UN ambassador, was on Fox News Uh, and discussing the situation with North Korea. And this is before we learned of of the um, report in the Washington Post just now. Uh, This is talking about 
the sanctions that were slapped on North Korea and the situation we face with Kim Jong-un. Do you have any information on the new information that we have that North Korea for the first time is, since 2014 is moving some military assets to maybe in response to these sanctions? I can't talk about classified information. What I can tell you is that we are on it. We are very aware of what's happening. We are going to continue to watch and see what happened. But it was a strong day for the United States. It was a strong day for the United Nations. And it was, it was a gut punch to North Korea to let them know the international community is tired of it. And we're going to start fighting back. Well, the international community may have sent that message that we're tired of it and we're going to start fighting back, but North Korea doesn't appear to be really troubled by that, do they? So we'll watch this. We'll watch every single bit of this. Right now, I, I don't think uh, anything seriously bad is going to pop today. I think this gives us a chance to maybe, we have assets in the region. Who knows what we do to respond? But I do, I do believe... I do believe in Nikki Haley. I do believe in Rex Tillerson. I believe in the president and the American military. And I think we'll ultimately take the right, strong approach on this. Now, I mentioned there was a Canadian man who um, has to consider himself snake bit. This is not a guy I would, uh, I would encourage to go out and buy a, a um, Mega Millions lottery ticket tonight. By the way, it's worth like $350 million tonight. So if I'm not here tomorrow or if I'm live from Monaco, you will know why. It will mean that I'm uh, celebrating. But this story out of Canada where Canada is having some of the same problems the Western United States and some of the Plain States are having this year with wildfires. Now, Lots of people have lost their homes this year due to the wildfires. But one guy in Canada who has to feel like his ticket has been punched twice by the fates is Jason Sherman. He had a home in Alberta, in Fort McMurray, Alberta, and in May of last year was burned to the ground because there was a massive wildfire. And fast forward to 14 months later, the Sherman family gets hit again when a wildfire just destroyed the rental property they had in British Columbia, 900 miles away. Can you imagine two years, I'm, I'm sorry, two homes in just over a year, two homes in just over a year burned to the ground because of why I'm not laughing at this guy. I'm just saying, what are the chances? And I'm, I'm someone who's, we, we lost 90% of what we had in New York City once in an apartment fire, and it stinks. You can't, there's little stuff that you never think of. You're like, oh, that, that got burned up. Damn it. Now, I, I'm looking at the photos of Sherman's homes, and uh, neither, they both have chimneys. The chimney is all that survives after these fires. But... Uh, the situation here, I do not see a, uh, a safe. I don't see a Liberty safe anywhere because we know had, had he had a Liberty safe and no, this is not a live endorsement, that all of his treasures probably would have been secured inside. But can you imagine 900 miles apart and you lose both homes in 14 months? Yes, I think that qualifies as snake bit. And you know what? Um, 
I, I do say maybe he shouldn't buy a lottery ticket, but perhaps if you believe in the concept of do, if you believe that the fates will finally turn around and say, you've had a tough year and a half, we need to give you a break, then maybe that's what Jason Sherman should do. Good luck to you, sir. Two houses, 14 months. Yikes. When we get back, Chelsea Clinton or who's making the swastikas hip again? We'll flip a coin and see where we go next on Pure Opelka. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. With Mike Opelka. Part of the next generation of talk radio on the Blaze Radio Network. I'm wondering, I am wondering, did the Washington Post get snookered? No, I'm not talking about the Washington Post story about North Korea miniaturizing, allegedly, reportedly, a nuclear weapon. I'm, I'm wondering if the Washington Post got snookered in this uh, story it published July 27th, but now it's starting to catch fire everywhere, including the blaze, no pun intended. The headline reads, did a nine-year-old called Pickle really write that letter to Trump? Yep, he's real. Well, that's real. The story about the nine-year-old writing the letter to Trump is real. But the story that follows it up saying that California bakers are refusing to bake a pro-Trump cake for a nine-year-old fan. I'm wondering, this story just hit the blaze about five minutes ago, maybe 15 minutes ago, but it's been around. A lot of news outlets are reporting it, and a lot of people are saying, whoa, that's terribly wrong. Yes, it is, if it's true. And if if those bakers won't make a pro-Trump cake, then they should be fined out of business like happened with the people who wouldn't make the gay cakes. Well, I I didn't like the way we handled the gay cakes and the the bakers who wouldn't make, you know, there's no, just go get your cake made somewhere else. You don't need to shut somebody down if they believe it violates their religious principles. You certainly don't need to send them to a re-education camp as we heard. But uh, this case, this story that's on the blaze, I got got to shoot some holes in it. Brandon Morse, you might get mad at me for this. Where are the names of all the bakeries? I want, if we're truly going to point them out, because I'd like to call those bakeries. I'd like to call them and say, hey, what the hell? You're not baking a cake? I'd like to come in. I want you to bake me a $10,000 I love Trump cake and see if they turn it down. I'll bet you they'd take that. Well, the mom's answer, and I think this is the right answer. The answer that the mom has done is she took it upon herself to make her son's cake. So she did. She had to bake it herself. 
As she says, all of the bakeries in California she went to refused to make the cake. I'd like a list of, I want names, lady. I want a list of the, Mrs. Harbin, I want to find out who wouldn't make a cake for Dylan. And I'd like to call him up and ask him why. California, first of all, California, you won't make a Trump cake, but you, you'll you force the people that won't make a cake for a gay wedding to go to, to go to re-education camp and you will find them out of business. Good for you, idiots. But I got questions about this. I sincerely wonder if, if this is a, a real story. You refuse to make a cake. I want the list of all the bakeries. We'll follow up on this. Maybe Mr. Morse. We'll see if we can get him to weigh in and see if there's any additional information on this story. Because to me, I think it's teetering, teetering, if you will, on Bravo Sierra. I think this mom is just kind of enjoying the fame that they got when their nine-year-old had his letter read on the television. Just saying. A little disturbing, and especially if you're using the kid. Now, do we have time to get to Chelsea Clinton? We might have time to get to the Chelsea Clinton story. We have been fascinated by the uh, relentless pursuit of a political career that Bill and Hillary Clinton seem to be foisting upon their daughter, Chelsea. And it seems as if every time Chelsea wants to opine on a subject and she tries to come at it from from the uh, politically correct point of view of a liberal Democrat. She seems to step in it. She's done this almost weekly now. So she's back. Just a couple days ago, Chelsea Clinton announced that um, she wants a new rating system for movies. Now, we go back to my early days in the music industry when Tipper Gore was behind something called the PMRC, the Parents Music Resource Council. This was a reaction to the language that was in the early rap and some of the hard rock music. There was a discussion at the time that music, music was was making kids into bad citizens and that evil rock music and some of that rap was so terrible it was destroying the children. Yes, blame the music like you blame the guns. Nothing to do with bad parenting. So in the case of Tipper Gore and the PMRC, they wanted a sticker put on all of the records that had objectionable content. And there were hearings in Congress. We had... Frank Zappa, the late Frank Zappa, and other rockers appeared before Congress actually talking about how hideous and insane this was. And guess what? When the smoke cleared and the PMRC had record companies putting stickers on albums that had, air quotes here, objectionable content. Do you want to guess what happened to all the sales of those records? Anything with a sticker had a spike in sales. Of course. 13-year-old boys, teenagers are going to flock to the to the albums that have the stickers because they have the dirty content. Wait till you hear what Chelsea Clinton's up to. I'll share it with you next on Pure Opelka.
You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. Still no statement out of the White House about the report out of the Washington Post saying that North Korea has miniaturized a nuclear warhead. I think we'll get something today, but the, the lack of urgency on this leads me to believe that this is a lot of the media pumping it up because they got tired of talking about the president's poll numbers, which were down. And then they discovered deep in the polls that 53% of us think we're better off. The country's better off right now. Gee, that's going to be hard to get rid of, isn't it? Interesting. Uh, On Twitter, at StuntBrain, on Twitter, at StuntBrain, S-T-U-N-T-B-R-A-I-N, we are talking about uh, everything today. But we also have a a poll up today, a big poll up today, asking, you know, if airlines have decided, if airlines have decided that they are going to follow the military's footsteps and uh, go with pilotless planes, would you buy a ticket on an airline using pilotless planes? Because they're coming, they're telling us the airline industry and uh, UBS which is uh, doing the projections on this, the financial projections, that um, 2025, they'll be here, and probably everywhere in 2030. So would you buy a ticket and fly on it? It's going to be cheaper because, you know, we don't have to pay for those damn pilots anymore. We, we don't need those pesky pilots. We're just going to have drones. 16% of you say yes, 70% of you say no, 14% of you say maybe it's going to be up until the start of tomorrow's show. We'll review the results tomorrow. Before we went away, I was getting into this story about Chelsea Clinton. The Clinton that's going to save the family's political legacy because Mama Clinton couldn't win the presidency. Twice she failed. And there's hope, there's belief that Chelsea will be the the next Clinton to occupy 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue eventually. See, I think this is the ultimate target. That's why they keep shoving her out in front of the mic. You go out in front of that microphone and you tell them you're the progressive. You write, you put your name on this book that we had somebody write for you so that you can you can have credibility. You get out there, little missy. Chelsea Clinton now wants films to be rated on whether or not they, quote, defy gender stereotypes. Yeah, that's right. Chelsea Clinton wants wants to put a special rating on films on whether or not they defy gender stereotypes, because we all know gender stereotyping is bad. Because we have so many genders and so many stereotypes about the genders that Are they stereotypes when they're just hyperbole of reality? Isn't isn't hyperbole there to to clarify? Isn't it an exaggeration meant to clarify? Is that kind of where this goes? 
That's kind of the way I think about it. And I go, I wonder, I wonder how, how are they going to accomplish this? Chelsea's doing it under the guise of better parenting. Better parenting. There's a group that uh, earlier this year, a nonprofit group called CSM, Common Sense Media. Common Sense Media. And you know, you know, I'm guaranteeing you, if, if this name is true to form, it is the exact opposite of what it's saying. Common Sense Media, I'm sure, is not Common Sense. Common Sense Media in June told the world that it was going to develop a system of rating movies based on whether or not they defy gender stereotypes and offer, get this, quote, progressive depictions of gender roles. Progressive depictions of gender roles. Well, here's the contradiction I have in that statement. I thought the progressive world and the progressive brain didn't recognize gender, that there really wasn't gender, because how dare you? How dare you assign or assume a gender based on whatever parts God gave me, whatever reproductive ability God assigned to me. But whether or not they offer, those films offer progressive depictions of gender roles. Hmm. The Economist reported, in theory, the system is quite simple. A film will be awarded the organization's seal of approval if it presents characters that defy gender stereotypes. Well, isn't that special, said the church lady. Chelsea Clinton heard about this and she took to Twitter and said, thank you, Common Sense, for your work helping parents choose films for our kids with positive gender representations. Now, if someone's a man and they represent that character as a man on the screen, is that a negative gender representation? What the hell is a positive gender representation? Seriously. This, this is pure indoctrination. This is pure propaganda. This is pure social engineering. Chelsea Clinton. Now, look, I'm all for movies that give kids role models, strong role models, good, good family role models. Who wouldn't want that? Who wouldn't want kids to look up and say, wow, look at that. There's a mom. There's a dad. There's brothers and sisters. The, the, the kids are working when they can. They're studying. They're going to school. Sometimes those rascals get in trouble, as kids will do. But don't you dare ask them or assume that they are the gender that was assigned to them by the government at birth. We have to wait till they're old enough to figure that out. Just It's maddening. And Chelsea Clinton is one of the people pushing that. Chelsea Clinton is one of the people who is shoving that out there and letting the whole world know that this is the way to go. Just the comments on these com on these tweets are are even better. And it really does come down to who who does Chelsea Clinton think she is to tell us that that we need a new rating system. 
a new rating system for Hollywood that that identifies films that actually defy gender stereotyping and actually present the characters that defy gender stereotype and offer progressive depictions of gender roles. I went to that um, I went to that uh, gender identity conference in Philadelphia about a year ago and I walked in and I was handed a button that said what's your PGP and that was the question we were supposed to ask everybody when you met them you'd go up and say hi my name is Mike what's your PGP and then they would tell you their name and their preferred gender pronoun (laughs) I thought I had fallen through a wormhole into an alternative universe This is what's coming unless we stand up and say, stop it. Stop it. You're being stupid. There aren't 47 genders. There aren't even four. We need to stop it now. And I'm telling you, the Clintons aren't giving up. No matter how many times Chelsea Clinton stands up and puts her foot in her mouth with one of these statements like this, no matter how many times the rest of the of the social media world stands up and says, you're stupid, you need to cut it out, then they're just going to keep coming because they are relentless. They are the Clintons. They believe they are entitled. They believe this is what they are entitled to do, is be our leaders. And if you think Bill or Hillary are going to give up on the, the hopes of moving back in, You are sadly mistaken. So I I do think we need to keep an eye on her and we need to call her out whenever she does something like this. Whenever Chelsea Clinton steps up, raises her hand and says something that is just purely progressive and idiotic, we have to call her out. Her dream is to fulfill her mom's dream. And you know what? Um... I, for one, I'm going to make sure we promote every dumb thing she says. Every single stupid thing Chelsea Clinton says is going to get front and center on this program until she decides to go back to doing whatever job she wasn't doing and getting paid a lot of money not to do it over at NBC. Michael Pelka on Pure Opelka. We'll be back. On the Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to Pure Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. Busy day. I told you we had two pounds of show to get into a one-pound bag. And thanks to all of you who jumped on the Chelsea Clinton story and contributed. One day I should go back and talk about the Parents Music Resource Council because uh, Frank Zappa testified. Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister testified. (laughs) John Denver testified. In front of Congress. You want to talk about a very different group of people? 
testifying in front of Congress, John Denver, Dee Snyder, and Frank Zappa. It was 1985. And that's what resulted in these stickers being put on records. It's kind of like what Chelsea Clinton's talking about, getting a stamp of approval from the progressive overlords that we are properly displaying gender sensitivity and or progressive values in this movie. Are you kidding me? God, this is scary. Does anyone else feel like this is really disturbing? The only good news about this is, and this this news came out today and it's been popping around a couple of a couple of the liberal um, media outlets that 2018 and the Democrats dream to take over the House and Nancy Pelosi, it is her dream. She is excited about the opportunity because the Republicans are so disjointed right now. And the only the only reality here is that the, the Democrats are all screwed up, too. They have no message and their new message, a better deal, just as carrying zero weight. But it also looks like there are seven or eight districts in California which are so reliably Republican that they'll never be overturned. And that kind of will help in trying to keep the House under the GOP control and keep Nancy Pelosi from getting her hands on that big gavel again. We'll keep an eye on that story. But apparently the, the Democrats are not paying attention to that. And that should make us all feel a little bit better, shouldn't it? I don't know. 2018 is not that far away. And it's a, a tad bit more than nerve-wracking, isn't it? <sighs> Craziness. I also would like to know, has anybody found out who is Elizabeth Carlyle? Has anyone discovered who is Elizabeth Carlyle? That's the, uh, the alternative identity, the secret email account that Loretta Lynch used when she was avoiding, avoiding the scrutiny when she was uh, sending out emails. This is a big story that popped yesterday. We're not hearing enough about it. I want to know who, who Loretta Lynch was thinking of or who this... Elizabeth Carlyle was. We know that her predecessor as Attorney General Holder used Lou Alcinder as, as a secret email identity. Lou Alcinder being the name of, of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar before he converted to Islam. I just wonder about these. Why do we allow government officials, especially cabinet members, to have secret email accounts and nobody's saying boo about it. I know, I'm getting all wound up. I'm getting irritated. Thank God it's not irritating my neck or my back or my knees. And I just, I almost forgot. I have to tell you guys, uh, don't wait. Don't delay. Relief Factor. Relief Factor is what has helped me since April 7th. I got the three-week quick start pack to help with the pain in my knees, my neck, and my back. If you have inflammation in your joints that causes you pain, you owe it to yourself to try the three-week quick start pack. It's $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com. Just go online and see what it's all about. Because this is, this is a botanical mix, 100% natural botanicals with that fish oil, that wild harvested fish oil that works together to reduce the inflammation. It does in my joints. And when you reduce the inflammation, the pain goes away. It's relief factor. 
It works great for me. I've been on it since, as I said, April 7th. April 15th, I started needing any additional support to get rid of pain. Still, to this day. You want to know more? Go to relieffactor.com. Pick up the phone. Give them a call. Talk to them. 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. It's doing wonders for me. Hopefully, it'll do the same for you. Michael Pelka, stepping aside. When we get back, a Canadian Campbell soup. How did that get across the border? I have questions. We lost a Hollywood legend. Someone's trying to make swastikas hip, and Garth Brooks is doing great things. Plus, we'll see what's happening in Korea. We'll be right back. Pure Opelka with Michael Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.